Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Have you ever seen a Temptations movie? Which, in my opinion, is 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 the best movie that that African American small screen cinema has ever produced. So you, in the '90s, you had all of these 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 biopic movies that they weren't on the big screen, but you had one about Jackson Five, and you had one about the Five Heartbeats. You had one later. You had one recently about New Edition. I think it was like three years ago, before the pandemic. They saw these groups come from abject poverty and they, they come from nothing and they work so hard to, to get on. Like they do all the choreography and, and the music and the long practices. It's, it's the same movie, right? Then these people get on the bus tours. They're cheating on the wife, cheating on the girlfriend, yada, yada, yada. Ultimately, they score with some big hits. Then you go from the bus tour to the Rolls Royce. People are rich. Then you got rich people problems. You got you got baby mama problems. <laughs> you got you got um, IRS problems. But all of these movies show the the meteoric rise and then the crash and burn of these these groups. In the Temptations movie, because before I start, I don't know the awards. If Jamie Fox won an Oscar for his portrayal of Ray Charles. Leon should have should have won something for his portrayal of David Ruffin because Leon was a better David Ruffin than actually David Ruffin himself. Like if Elon Musk, who I assume is now that he's bought Twitter, is working on time travel or, or whatever the next thing for interstellar do- uh, domination, he should teleport Leon back to the sixties so that he can take David Ruffin's place when he, when David Ruffin starts to, to to go left on him. And in the movie. They're playing Papa was a Rolling Stone, and there's a montage because because the guys are going in different directions. You had you had Otis and Blue who were the core of the Temptations, but not the not the most talented of the guys, but they were better on the business end and they were company men. And then you had David Ruffin and Eddie Kendricks who had left the Temptations and they had started their own group called the Temptations. So you had two groups of Temptations touring. Dennis Edwards joined uh, David Ruffin and, and, and Eddie Kendricks, and you had. You 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 had David you had a montage of, of David Ruffin on the Manhattan Silver, the the Peruvian Bam Bam, the the White Horse. He's like waking up in trap houses in Philly with a tux on. And Eddie Kendricks is partying, and 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 then you got Blue and Otis. You know, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. They're working hard and they're grinding. They're they're trying to do the right thing and be family men and all this stuff. And 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 David Ruffin is literally like doing a line of cocaine off off of a, a woman of the night, Leonardo DiCaprio style, in 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 Wolf of Wall Street. And I was thinking about that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. 
When I think about David Ruffin and Eddie Kendricks, who are the more talented guys, they were they were the better voices, the better singers. But they started their own tour and it, it was a disaster. They remind me of Kyrie and, and, and Kevin Durant. They they like when I when I see Kyrie and Kevin Durant, when I saw them getting swept by by the Celtics, when I see Kevin Durant tweeting at people and arguing with with with, with regular schlubs like me on Twitter and on Instagram. And I see him going back and forth with, with Charles Barkley. I look at Kyrie, who's who's making statements like, "Oh, we're we're going to fix this." You know, he's speaking in in general manager terms, and speaking as if he has a, a level of uh, of administrative authority with the with the New Jersey Nets, because I refuse to call them the Brooklyn Nets. Respect to Jay Z, respect to Hove, but but they still the New Jersey Nets to me. They might as well still be playing in Sea Caucus to me. Yo, they remind me, they remind me, they remind me of, of, of Eddie Kendricks and David Ruffin, man. Dysfunctional people are going to be dysfunctional, regardless of how much talent they have, regardless of if they're the best, if they're, if they can jump the, the highest, if they can run the fastest, if they, if they can sing the best, if they're the best lawyer at your firm, if they're the best tax accountant, the best college professor, the best pastor, the best fireman, the best policeman. If you're a dysfunctional person, that dysfunction is going to come out eventually. And it doesn't matter how much talent you have. You look at you look at KD and Kyrie, and then you you throw in Ben Simmons. I haven't even got to him yet. Because I kind of refuse to generally talk about Ben Simmons. But you have on paper, if we were playing NBA 2K and I had KD and I had Kyrie and I had Ben Simmons. And I had like Patty Mills and, and 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 Blake Griffin. You would think that man, you know, I'm I'm gonna light you up in some some 2K. But I can't think if you think that the Lakers are dysfunctional, I can't think of a more dysfunctional group of people that have more talent since the Temptations. Like remember the Temptations movie when David Ruffin showed up? <laughs> he showed up in a Rolls Royce. With a driver, but he was late to practice. That's that's the that's the Nets. You got all of that talent, KD, and then KD might be he might be regressing. And if KD is regressing, there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's there's no reason to clown him over it. Uh, he's been in the league his whole adult life, and has been a phenomenal player. And and rather you like the fact that he went to Golden State or not, he he won two championships and he was the best player on that team. You could say that he gravy trained those championships. You could say that he took. The, the chump move to go to Golden State. You can say that, but LeBron did the same thing. And the fact that the Heat weren't a team that was in LeBron's way, because people, a Cleveland fan always says, well, LeBron, he didn't go to the Celtics. He went to the Heat. Well, he took, he took, he took Chris Bosh. They, they loaded up and stacked up a team. He's, LeBron James is the person that started that whole concept of stacking up teams and, and being on teams for short periods of time. And we're going to load up the team every two or three years. And I don't even have a problem with it. People in the barbershop will crush you, but who cares what 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 Skippy in the barbershop thinks? Skippy in the barbershop probably doesn't have season tickets. So who cares? Who cares if the barbershop people crush you and say, well, you know, he's a 
he's a he's a chump for doing that. Truth of the matter is, if Kevin Durant had stayed in Oklahoma City, he's ringless. He is Charles Barkley. He's a modern Charles Barkley. But he went to Golden State. He hooped. He got those rings. But once again, like the temptations, he was what what I find befuddling. Kevin Durant, when you get back into dysfunction, Kevin Durant let everyone get in his head. If you're going to make a decision, double down. It's like I talk about people who are racist or people who who have these offensive views at times. I'm saying don't don't apologize because somebody caught you on a hot mic. Double down on who you are. Kevin Durant, when he went to Golden State, he should have doubled down. He let Draymond get in his head. He let the fans get in his head. So he tried to, to go to the Nets. And of all the people that he recruited, or I guess recruited him, of all of the people that, that he chose to, to hitch his wagon to their star, he chose to hitch his wagon to Kyrie Irving's star, which once again shows how dysfunctional Kevin Durant is as a person because Kyrie Irving is one of the most dysfunctional people in the league. And it's not, I'm not talking about on the court, but Kyrie Irving can't get along with anyone. He could, he can get along with LeBron. He couldn't get along with anyone in Boston. He doesn't get along with Steve Nash. He thinks that the earth is flat. He thinks that he's smarter than everybody. And although they couldn't have foreseen a pandemic. And I'm, I'm not going to crush Kyrie Irving for not wanting to get the vaccine. But once again, it's indicative of his mindset. Because it's like, well, I'm not going to get the vaccine. That's not my problem. The ROI on getting the vaccine is very high for Kyrie Irving. Higher than it was for me and for you. Not just safety. But the ability to compete. The ability to propel his franchise. Being, being their franchise player. Being the player that they centered their franchise around but, but Kyrie doesn't care about that and then and then the Nets traded so you add those two then you then you bring in Steve Nash he provides no structure no support no leadership he's not even a good rah-rah guy at least Mark Jackson when when he was coaching the Warriors people ripped him but he was a rah-rah guy he was a spiritual guy he's he's having prayer He's pastoring, he's ministering, he's, he's trying to get in your mind and understand what makes you tick. Steve Nash is like Keanu Reeves. Like he's, he looks like he's half dead. He's like weekend at Bernie's. And then you trade for Ben Simmons on top of all of that. You already had a vortex of dysfunctionality and then you bring in Ben Simmons, who in my opinion, I don't think that Ben Simmons will ever take the, the court for the, for the Nets. And I don't think that Ben Simmons, I think that it's more than a 50-50 shot that Ben Simmons never plays in, in the NBA again. He goes back home to Australia. He obviously doesn't want to play. He's obviously running, and, and I'm not going to say he doesn't have a mental problem. It's almost like the episode of Seinfeld where George Costanza was pretending that he bumped his elbow and had some type of tremor. And he did it so long that it became an actual tremor. Ben Simmons has been pretending because he got his feelings hurt to have a serious mental health problem. And now he has a serious mental health problem. So KD left Golden State. He left Steph Curry. He left Steve Curry. He left Draymond. He left Clay Thompson. He left San Francisco. He left Silicon Valley. He left a fantastic franchise. He left all of that to go to Brooklyn and be dysfunctional and argue with people on Twitter and team up with Kyrie Irving, who only plays two-thirds of the time anyway, who thinks he's smarter than everyone, who's uncoachable. 
And that's the epitome of 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 that's the epitome of dysfunction. Paragon Seven Studios. You are listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. When I'm not doing the health cast, I consult for many startups and ACOs who are new to the healthcare business. Episource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with an experienced risk adjustment team that cares about results and building partnerships. With the largest health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, Episource aims to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy, and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope. Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. I think about all of the black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. This man was on the track with LL, with LL and, and, and Big Smiles. That's, that's a legacy. That's hip-hop history right there. I should change it to the Rampage show. James Lewis. I'm not going to do that, though. You crazy. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.